Welcome back to a brand new episode of Trainwreck tonight, episode 179. I'm your host, the General, joined by Maniac. Happy Tuesday, folks. Show sponsor, Pazda Electric. Folks, considering a residential or commercial electrical project, then consider our friends at Pazda Electric. 716-698-2711 from new house wiring to service upgrades. They can troubleshoot issues. They are licensed and insured all over Erie County. Even if you got a question, just give them a call. Save this train never stops or mention Trainwreck Sports and get a free house surge protector with every service upgrade. Pazda Electric, 716-698-2711. And you might ask, Al, why do you seem sweaty or greasy? Uh, was I sweating a Pirates Twins under or... Was I a complete jackass and decided to listen to my father's advice and turn off my AC today? That is what I did. It is 77 degrees right now currently in Studio D, but we have a very special guest tonight making her second appearance on Trainwreck tonight, Jenna Harner. Jenna, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. It's good to be back. I feel like it was pretty much, was it a year ago or two years ago? It's been a while. It did fly by almost two years now. I think it was either late September, early October. And I will remind all our viewers that on that show, both Jenna and Al predicted that the UB Bulls would start 10-0 in football. We did. That's after, exactly. after that 3-0 start. Oh, my gosh. That was the big temple went on the road. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, when we, had, when we had Army coming to town. Oh, yeah. Army. Who cares about Army? Oh. We felt real confident in that one. We respect the troops, but, you know. Absolutely, always. So, Jenna, we, we want to find out, how are things going for you in Pittsburgh? Things are going really well. It's been the craziest, most wild couple months. You know, I keep joking with everybody. I'm like, move during a global pandemic, take a sports reporting job when there are no sports. So could not recommend it highly enough. It's a great time. Um, no, but things are, things are really, really good. It's been wild and like I just said, crazy, but it's been such a blast here. I do, I miss Buffalo dearly. I really, really, really do. My heart will always, always, a part of me will always be in Buffalo, but it's been awesome to kind of explore here and, you know, cover these Pittsburgh teams and, you know, be in a place that has that, you know, Buffalo style feel where everyone is just so invested in all their teams and everyone's diehard, you know. The, the people you see out on the street in their masks are, you know, still everybody's got their Pens gear, their Steelers gear, their Pirates yeah. gear. It's awesome. I didn't even think about this, but is like the terrible towel mask a huge thing? Or is that like too respected of an entity in Pittsburgh to like be using as a mask? I've seen a couple like they do. It's hilarious. They have all the like Pittsburghies in terms of how the social distance. So like how many pierogies it is, how many terrible towels. Um, Parking chairs are also a thing here. So how many parking chairs? You can reserve your parking spot with a chair, I think is the extent of it, which is kind of brilliant. But also, I didn't know you could do that. So maybe maybe you guys should uh, start that up in Buffalo for uh, the all the spots that, you know, Bill's tailgates and all those fun things. I don't want to steal any traditions, but one time my grandpa did try to save a parking spot at Niagara-on-the-Lake by standing in it. And then when we came back, he was basically in a brawl. Oh, no, yeah, but we did get the parking spot and anyone who knows about going anything, getting the parking spot, the most important thing. It's crucial. It's crucial. Yeah. I remember maniac Chad and his crew, they used to park outside of the field house in that lot. 
Yeah. And you'd want to literally get that spot, all your friends in the same thing. So yeah, you would just barricade your friends would sit in spots. And then I'm pretty sure the bills changed that where like they would pretty much tell you where to park. There's no such thing as like saving spots anymore and lots anymore. Right. Yeah. I think because you're right, because they wanted the spot in close to the field house in that uh, lot or yep. whatever. And then obviously that makes no sense. Every other lot that's charging 20, 25, they got people directing the specific spots. So they basically just followed suit with them instead of, letting it be a all-you-can-eat buffet in the clubhouse parking lot. So, Jen, I got to ask you, you're doing the Zoom right now in the kitchen. So when, I, when, I, when I'm work from home, that's my spot, the kitchen. Is this what you do when you're work from home? It's a good spot. It kind of, so it was kind of funny. I, um, I actually started working at the station um, right when I got here. They kind of were like, hey, are you good with us kind of training you? And it's wild just because there's, you know, it's a huge news station and there's no one really in there other than the people that have to be like the main anchors and um, a producer or two to kind of boot the shows. Um, but I was there kind of from day one uh, until I had to quarantine in my apartment um, and they brought in the entire house studio. They brought the camera, oh. the lights, they, they did it up. It was really, it was awesome. Um, so that was my living room, which is just directly across that way. But for the most part, I will uh, sit in the kitchen and do Zooms. And it was hilarious because during, uh, during my quarantine, um, we were on the pirate Zooms all the time. And uh, Derek Shelton might be one of my favorite people that I've worked with. Um, hilarious, such a great guy. Um, first year, obviously, at the helm with the pirates here. Um, but he, I came back from vacation. He's like, Oh, Jenna, you're back. I'm like, yeah, we're back. You know, I'm excited to be back. I was like, I'm quarantined though. So I would move around the apartment every day. He'd be like, ah, so we're getting, you know, your view of the, our view of the kitchen. Nope. You're like, you know, we're getting the different views of things. I'm like, I'm not really trying to do this. It just depends on where the best lighting is. So what, what, what was the date you started in Pittsburgh? Uh, April 1st, which ironic in itself. Wow. So April 1st. And so, oh, so you moved then probably during quarantine then, right? Yeah. So my, that was like, what, the second week of March is when it all really hit. Yeah. My, my last week in Buffalo was, I think I moved like the 20, I think I moved like, I had like a week. Um, okay. And it was crazy because my last like week of work with channel four, we were, uh, I was working from home, which was just crazy. So it kind of, it had like a little bit of a disconnected feel, which is why like, I feel like I miss Buffalo so much more because I never, got that entire sense of closure but I mean mm. so great to you know see everybody and follow everybody you know still got all my bills and sabers updates because that's you know I miss it I do so it obviously a very weird start to your career what has been what would you say has been the most or not your career your career in Pittsburgh <laughs> you, say, you keep saying the start of the career are we talking back in like Ithaca I didn't I'm sorry I'm sorry that. I have no idea what is going on <laughs> someone save me so what has been the most challenging thing for you during this like quarantine when it comes move with your move to Pittsburgh? I think it's honestly just been like trying to establish connections here and meeting everybody because you know all the PR people and all the athletes even you know it's all through Zoom. I, I had my first uh, in-person interview like two weeks ago um, with ironically enough Ben Charrington the now GM of the Pirates who we had talked oh. to him when he was with the Blue Jays, which was kind of cool. It was funny. My photographer was like, "Oh, you're gonna ask him if he remembered you." I'm like, "I don't, I don't think he probably would." But we have interviewed him before, which I thought was kind of cool. So having that, you know, there's always, always a Buffalo connection, as they say. Um, 
And as face-to-face -face media members, like that's a huge part of it. Al and I can't stand it, but media members are kind of a coalition. They're all in it together. They're all at the same spots, the same yep. press conferences, some of the same stories. And yeah, they end up spending you know time outside work, whether it's going to get a bite to eat or maybe being overnight in the same city together. So I can understand that definitely sounds like a big challenge uh, versus getting that face-to-face -face exposure with other members of the media. Yeah. And it's been kind of funny too, because I feel like I just introduced myself to everybody virtually. I'm like, hey, nice to meet you over Zoom. I'll meet you at some point potentially. I don't know. But it's one of those, it'll, it'll get there when we get there type things. But it's been kind of cool just to see how everybody's been adapting. And I mean, yeah. when we talked with Mike Tom on the other day, he kind of, you know, very, very generous and nice was like, you know, I'm going to do all I can to help you guys because I know you guys are trying to adapt to all this as we all are. So that was, that was really cool to see and to hear from him too. That's awesome. So you've been through Buffalo sports, you know, Buffalo social media. How is Pittsburgh social media over the past like four months and the people you interact with? It's so different. I, I don't know if it's just, I'm new combined with the pandemic combined with just like the age here, but a lot of the sportscasters here in Buffalo or here in Buffalo, here in Pittsburgh are a little bit older, a little more seasoned. Um, not that I, I guess seasoned, I don't know entirely. I just, I guess, have more experience, have been in the industry longer. Savvy vets. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's so funny to me because I'm out here, like, you know, doing my classic, you know, throwing jokes in, putting gifts in, and it's been kind of well received. Um, but it is, it's just really surprising to me just how much, I guess, how different that is in that sense. But people here, I mean, you know, always want to talk about the Pens, always want to talk about the Steelers, always want yep. to talk about the Pirates and, you know, ride the ups and the downs, which you love, especially with, you know, obviously with the Pens uh, losing game one the other night and with the Pirates kind of struggling a little bit here. Um, everybody has something to say and you love it. Um, and it's fun. I mean, I, you know, we'll tweet, we'll get videos from the Penguins again, because it's all so weird right now. Like during when they were in training camp, they would send us videos. And I was like, oh my God, they're back on the ice. Like, get this video out and people like love seeing that just you know being able to give them that perspective especially when we don't entirely have that perspective right now we were seeing that same thing i mean the buffalo equivalent of that would be joe croom nobody had access to the bill yeah. over the past two to three months all of a sudden our guy croom photos just starts dropping nukes on social media because people want to see josh allen they want to see receivers and of course they want to see the new weapons to funding so it is crazy some being first to social media is even more important now. It feels like it's crazy. Yeah. And it's a blast too. Like I love being able to, you know, do that and get it out. And, you know, a couple of my coworkers were like, you're really good at Twitter. And I was like, I don't know if I would consider myself really, really good, but I just, I mean, I'm like, I have fun with it. And that's how sports should be like where, you know, yep. I, I love the entertainment value of it now, especially that they're back. It's like, we've missed this for so long. Like, when I was live tweeting the pens the other day, I'm like, oh my God, it feels like forever since I live tweeted a hockey game. Oh, hockey being back is amazing. But got to ask you, is there anyone like Maniac in Pittsburgh? I'm sad to say there's not. Maniac, you're, you know, you're one and only. And the fact that you're so Buffalo, you're so special to Buffalo. Uh, we, we need one here, but I just, I don't know if anyone can compare. I've definitely been called special before, but I think that was the first time it was really in a positive way. So thank you very much for that, Jenna. Always, always. Maniac, where are you? That does not look like the west side of Buffalo. Folks, you might notice I am not in my typical west side apartment in the city of Buffalo. I am actually on vacation right now with my family in Lake 
placid New York. As I say, where miracles are born. They say very interesting. It's a very interesting spot. Cell service, not great. So I wouldn't want to be uh, stuck here permanently in any regard, but very fun to get away from, you know, the typical day to day. And obviously, like a lot of people have been doing during quarantine, nice to spend some time with the fam. So we're holding it down in Lake awesome. Placid. Climbed uh, Mount Baxter yesterday, at, a.k.a. Uh, Placid's Everest. So, uh, yeah, very uh, very uh, great accomplishment for me there. But, yeah, we'll be wrapping it up tomorrow, and I'll be heading back to the 716 just in time for Thursday morning, Wednesday night. There we go. I mean, that's, that's great. I, I can't remember the I, family trip, a vacation in general. I mean, I don't even, we have right. not, not going to be taking any vacations with GM Smokey if he's turning down the air conditioning on August 4th. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Jenna, don't you think Al should have, no. like, consulted the calendar? Like, his dad's telling him, oh, the, the summer's over. If, I, if someone tells me the summer's over, it's August 4th. I'm, I'm getting them checked for a sanity check, and that's coming <laughs> from me. So here's the deal. I'll be honest. <laughs> I, he texted me this morning. I'm like, okay, the high's only 76 today, low is 62. And I looked at Wednesday. High of 73, low of 57. That's it. That, I saw 62, 57. I'm like, all right, Dad. But, yeah, I, don't know, I think it's coming back on tonight. I really do. AC, that's, like, been my favorite part about living alone is I'm like, I know I have to pay for these consequences, but I'm doing it because, you know, it's just hot. Yeah. I, not good. Not good. But, not Jenna, good. like you were saying with the Penguins live tweeting, it is so awesome to have hockey back. That's by far – Sports are back. You know, we got NBA now, MLB, NHL, three major sports. August is usually the dog days of summer. Like, this is, like, the worst part. Hey, I know, Maniac, Jenna, you love baseball. I love baseball. It's okay for us. But to combine everything and not have to deal with an NFL preseason, what a beautiful situation. And I wanted to ask you, Jenna, and Maniac, so far, with sports being back, what has been your favorite moment? Oh, that's a really, 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 really good one. I don't know. Maniac, do you have an answer immediately? I feel like well, I'm going to I'm gonna take two, and Jenna probably would have taken them both, but I, I called the dump. One, her, her favorite potential future job when that uh, lady threw out the hats yesterday for the McDavid hat trick, that was just astounding. Like, you know, like, they should really keep them above the rink and then, like, release them like balloons. Like, that would be, I think, the best, actually, uh, with it. And then yesterday, I'm, I'm cruising through social media. I'll admit, I didn't see it live. I didn't hear it live. But I just heard Doris Burke quote, I love being right. Just ask my ex-husband. Like, like that. I mean, come on. Like, where do you see that clarity? Where do you, like, and I got to be honest, back in 2008, 2009, I'll be honest, I was annoyed by Doris Burke. I did not, I was not the biggest Doris Burke fan. But I have seen the light. She is the top NBA analyst in the world, in my mind. Really? Yep. That's sorry, sorry, Stephen A. LeBron. So wait, is, is Woj considered an NBA analyst? I'd say he's more a reporter. He's not. Oh, like, okay. He's not breaking down like Kawhi Leonard's game. I mean, I, I don't think we're going to be seeing any any Burke bombs anytime soon. If so that's what you're asking. But no, when, when you're breaking down Kawhi versus the Lakers defense, or you're breaking down how the Bucks are effective on the offensive side. I feel like she just does a really good a job at translating, and then she mixes in those comments that are just very. I, I, the word I'm getting is transparent, but really what I mean is just like there's a there's no fourth wall between you yep. and the product, which is awesome. It's that genuine, yep. fun, loving nature of sports that we all love so much. All hail Queen Doris. Seriously, I know. Really, gotta. <laughs> all right, Jenna, what do you got? 
Oh man, there's too many. I think just the fact with all, everything with hockey, I mean, it's March Madness on steroids. If you had told yep. me I would have to wait for this because of a global pandemic, sure. But the fact that, I mean, my goodness, we get five, six NHL games a day back to back to back to back to back. Like this is just, it's amazing. It it's, really is. 12 noon, 2.30, 4 o'clock, 6.30. It's for hockey, you never get that. No, and they're all like, it's just when we were doing all the things leading up to everything, I mean, just the parody, the parody in the NHL playoffs is already incredible. And then you add the fact that everyone was off for four months. It was like, oh my God, like you could make a case pretty much for any team to win the Stanley Cup. And I'd be like, yeah, no, makes sense. Everyone's healthy. That's the biggest thing too. Oh my God, everyone's healthy. And I mean, I've written this in scripts like a million times since I've been here, but I mean, if you had said to Penguins fans that Jake Gensel was going to be back in time for the playoffs, everyone would have looked at you like you were crazy. Lo and behold. Hey, he's, he's the one who sealed the deal and got the uh, game two win. Oh, so. And, and locked up Funnel Guy's lone win of yesterday with just about 11 seconds. That, that, that did piss me off. I'm not going to lie. When I got you that must up. have been so furious. I was. But he skated down the ice at 15 seconds left and it was a loose puck. No. Yeah, I'm not happy with that. And, uh, yeah, Jen, I'm not sure if you're aware of that, that's going on, but the Funnel Guy is doing his gambling gauntlet. We're posting it every day on uh, Degenerate Danger Zone and Trainwreck Sports. And he goes one and four his first day. Four and one is second day. Then last night, one and five. All right. We're just going to go right into it. Yesterday was a bad day. Yesterday was just a bad day. So just a horrible day. And then today he's in trouble, I think. He's one and one, split his units, and then now he's, he's about to lose this Columbus game. Yeah, but it's just hilarious. I will say on day one, he was a little overzealous with the picks. Like, he was picking, like, two plus 220s and plus 290s, like, odds-wise. So, since he's reeled it back, he's closer to 500. But it'll be very interesting to see. Can he straighten it out? Or, like he says, is he putting baby J-Mo's, you know, tuition in an incinerator right now? Uh, not good. Not and good at all. by the way, all. real quick, anyone who wants to complain – about qualifying games or round robin games, shove it. I'm oh my done God. with you. Sports were gone for three and a half, four months. Enjoy what you have. I guess that's the thing. People will always complain, but I mean, the fact that I see people being, yeah. well, these games, really matter. Uh, did a Pac 12 game at 11 p.m. between like two like bottom feeders matter? No, but sports are back. Yeah. Why, why is the round robin game at 6.30 and not at 10? Like, I don't like the schedule. Like, they're doing it right for the first time in their life. I mean, I feel like the NHL always, like, would put every game at 7 and then, like, two games at 10. For the first time ever, they're actually being smart about it. And people are still playing. It just boggles the minds. You can watch hockey for, what is it, to, to almost 12 hours a day? Pretty much guaranteed over 12 hours with a 10 o'clock game, for sure. Yeah. Like, this is a beautiful thing, and we didn't have it for four months. Don't, yeah, don't even get me started. Like, the Avalanche Blues game was the best game of the day a couple yeah. days ago. The oh, game was my incredible. God. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I mean, we won't have, but the, the, the uh, round robin, I mean, those are the higher quality teams. So I think the NHL did it perfectly, honestly. I get, I get the angle. I just don't see the need to complain. I think that if you look for the quality of play, yep. those games have actually been better. Yeah, and I do the one the one toughest thing for me with the round robin games was, and I heard a lot when we were kind of talking with analysts and stuff. But basically, 
I wish they'd kind of done it more of like a seeding, like, or obviously with the seeding, but they've given teams points and st- like the Bruins start with a couple points. Then you have Tampa, you know, four, three, two, one, and then you add every game you win. Um, it feels a little, I, I no, mean. Cause, yeah, because what you're saying, cause so, so that fourth place team can easily get the one seed and everyone's even, yeah, but right. it shouldn't be like that. And I like that, have, yeah. Because then it, the, during the regular season, it's kind of like, okay, the Bruins got to 100 points. I'm not including my bias here, you know, but just it's frustrating that that could happen. I mean, granted, you know, no one knew what was going to happen with the layoff. You got to come back and you got to play your best hockey and, you know, yeah. the team may not win, but they had a hundred point season and they could end up the four seed. If the Penguins win, you have True. a Penguins-Bruins matchup and then you got a lot of angry Penguins fans. So it's kind of just like, I wish they'd yeah. done it that way. But other than that, I mean, I think the NHL did this really, really well, probably close, if not as best they could. How nuts are the WPXI faithful going with that with that quick slip in from Harner saying that Penguins got screwed in this scenario? I love it. And by the way, for those of you watching home, take notes. That's how you complain. You give a little bit of a solution and you actually talk about something legitimate. The Penguins do have a beef. The teams that were in the higher in the standings do have a beef in that one through four uh, round robin for sure. And I low key maniac. I've already told you this. Love Philly and Carter Hart. Yeah. They are they are going to be a weapon in the East. I really do think that. It's all about having a hot goalie, and they took care of business against Boston 4-1 in that first game. But real quick, my favorite moment so far of sports, Jenna, Mapovey, whoever else is not going to like this, the Yankees sweeping the Sox. I don't care if it's in a 60-game season, 162. You don't get that chance very often. That's my favorite moment so far. I'll give it to you. This was – this was a year I decided one of my best friends from college, her and I, she's a diehard Yankees fan, big Red Sox fan over here. And her and I made a bet well before even Mookie Betts got traded. Ooh, and okay. it was whoever out of the whole season series, whichever team wins more games, the loser has to buy the winner a gift card. So starting off, you know, solid. And then the loser has to wear a shirt of the winning team's choice and player and post about it on social media. So oh. not, not my best decision this year. Um, so you'll be, ro- right. you'll, you'll be rocking Aaron Judge in November. A hundred percent. There is no question about that. My goodness, the Red Sox, ah, just, it's painful. It's painful. And the Yankees, like, I can't even deny how good they are, and it's so frustrating, but, man, it's – oh, they're, they're scary. They're scary. They are. They're never out of it. If you have the minus one and a half in the eighth inning, down two runs, as long as you have Judge coming up, you never know what could happen. So, uh, But, Maniac, I'll give this next one to you to break some big-time news. The Buffalo Blue Jays are one week away. From playing in Buffalo, very exciting time. Train wreck is going to be all over it. Maniac, take it away. We are going to be all over it. Obviously, you know, we cannot broadcast the Blue Jays game. We do not have MLB rights, so we are going to go with the next best thing. We are going to be posted up in Seneca One Tower across the street from Salem Field. We will have a view of the entire field, and we will be checking in live probably for a couple innings at a time with live breakdowns of the Blue Jays games, as well as all the action across sports, NBA, NHL, NFL training camp news. We've already been talking with a couple of uh, local reporters for stopping in. We are going to have, in addition to that, 
all kinds of games, maybe some giveaways, and probably knowing Trainwreck Sports, some debauchery along the way. But yeah, that's just over a week away. Huge shout out to Seneca One for helping us uh, set that up. Obviously, yep. they have a lot going on over there. Follow them on Instagram, Seneca One Tower. And yeah, cannot wait. I mean, obviously, live sports have been gone in Buffalo for four, five months almost now. So we cannot wait to be near a professional sports product and bringing you that excitement, that ridiculousness. And of course, even Jenna, the betting. It's all going to be about the money lines and everything going there. So very exciting and can't wait to team up with Seneca One and bring. All of you at home, the yep. Buffalo Blue Jays. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah, Jenna, it's going to be amazing. A great opportunity. Maniacs already scoped out where we're going to be. We've got a lot of stuff to do the next six, seven days for Trainwreck to make sure, you know, we're ready to go. But, yeah, very, very exciting time. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm, that's one thing I'm kind of bummed that I'm missing out on. Obviously, we have a Major League Baseball team here. But the fact that, I mean – the Blue Jays are such an exciting team, too, between Vigio and Vladdy and Flo. My goodness, Bichette, that hair. Just, it's incredible. It's just not fair. Seriously. I mean, and, and, and Jenna, you could argue that if, it, if the Bisons were playing this year and they were facing the Pirates, the Pirates might only be minus 150. <gasps> oh. Colin Moran would probably hit one out to the Skyway. Are you kidding me? Oh, this guy's pacing like 60 bombs in his All right, right. I had to drop that, though. No some respect, not, mister. That wasn't malicious. That was, come on. That was, I know, I know. Oh, man. They, they're they a fun team. I'll, I'll give it to them. Like, Derek Holland also might be one of my favorite personalities. He, when he was ejected, what was that, two weeks ago, I believe? He was ejected from the stands, which is incredible. And he broke it down for us, you know, telling us everything. He was like, yeah, no, you know. We didn't agree with, you know, the ump zone. So I was really letting him know. And someone asked what he had said. He's like, well, I don't know if I can really tell you guys. He's like, but there's an F-bomb somewhere in there. And he's oh. like, they were looking at the dugout. And, you know, I thought that they thought it was Shelton or someone in the dugout. So he's like, nah, I just stood up. But I was like, nope, it's me. And then he was like, yeah, I was politely asked to leave after that. He's like, but it got the job done. We got, we scored some runs after that. And he looks directly in the camera and he goes, so you're welcome. I'm like, that is just Cool. Amazing. A great character. And I got to say, before we go on from one of the best nicknames in sports, Dutch Oven. I mean, come on. Dutch Oven. Derek Holland, we don't mess with you. No. Did you guys see the delay today in the Pirates Swim yeah. game? Because it was a drone. A drone in the fifth inning. I'm like, wait, I'm all, all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm like following on like MLE.com Gamecast, and it said, just or uh, it said delayed it and delaying the game. So I'm like, I checked the thing. I'm like, is it? Don't tell me it's a rain delay. Come on, it hasn't gone the full four and a half or five, <laughs> four and a half yet. And all of a sudden, I, I'm on Twitter and it says there's a damn drone at the game. It, it took like 20 minutes. That's crazy, crazy. I mean, every got to do what you got to do, I guess, to watch the game. I'm, but you yep. know, coming soon. And then that 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 favorite Twitter account of mine right now is the, the one that's shaming the Astros. They're like <laughs> coming coming soon to an Astros ballpark near you. I was dying when I saw that. Oh, that Twitter is so great. It's so good. It is. It's that's honestly, I think that's all our best moments in sports since we're baseball enthusiasts. I mean, let's face it. Baseball has its own culture. Baseball has its own set of laws. And if Manfred is not going to discipline the Astros, well, then he left the players no choice then, but then to do what they have already done in the form of Joe Kelly, man with a double gender first name. That, that yeah. may have been the most beautiful gift I've ever seen in my life. 
What the one, the one of like the smoochy face or like the yeah everybody yeah, was doing that yeah what maniacs doing so yeah, good exactly that oh it's a beautiful thing so good so uh, next up how you doing Christy um, let's see here shout Bub- out Christy bubble versus non bubble talk is a big thing because you've seen what's happened in the, in the MLB and you've seen NHL NBA they, I mean has there been a positive test in the NHL NBA in the past right. Like, I mean, they're, they're pretty much 100%. Are the you only got- issues either of those leagues have been dealing with quarantine bubble-wise is the fact that Lou Williams went to Magic City two weeks ago. Yeah, and ordered his wings. The wings are the- great. The wings are great. Is someone alive or dead in this Toronto no, game right now? Someone got injured. We're watching the final two minutes of Toronto. It looked like a very bad injury into the board. So everyone is – I think they're bringing out the stretch on the ice, unfortunately. Hope whoever it was is obviously well. Yikes. Who got hurt? Let's see. Yeah. Not good. Not good. But the question I wanted to ask you guys is, how do you feel when it comes to the NFL coming up? When you think MLB is realistically – they're not in a bubble right now. They are the most socially distant sport, right? I mean, like – you're not all over each other like the NHL, NBA. I mean, you might be close at some plays at home or on first base. But other than that, that's it. The NFL is less than six weeks away. They're not in a bubble, and you're all over each other all game. And what happens when you get, God forbid, Josh Allen a positive test? He's out two weeks or anything. An offensive line could be out for two weeks. Like, that's just a very scary thing. So I just want to hear your guys' thoughts on that when it comes to the NFL. I mean, I think it's just going to be really interesting. It really kind of, it seems like it comes down to the players outside of practice because at the facilities, it is entirely on lockdown. I mean, we haven't gone to Steelers training camp yet. We're not allowed there for another couple weeks. Um, But like, I, who was it? Was it Poyer yesterday that had the tracker that showed you guys that? Um, So actually for us, we're going to have to wear those whenever we're, at um, Heinz Field, just, you know, making sure that we're being socially distanced so they can contact trace us. So, I mean, they're locking down on things entirely. And it's going to really just depend on what these guys are doing outside. I mean, that really, talking to guys around baseball and talking to people I know kind of in the industry that know people, uh, they're saying, I mean, different teams, different things, but some teams just don't care what the guys are doing. I mean, with what we're seeing with the Pirates, they're, you know, locked down they're you know not taking any chances and you see other teams I mean St. Louis I mean just enough to go to a casino but I mean I think it's that's what it's gonna come down to right because they're gonna be you you missed that didn't you because <laughs> I was gonna say you would have been all over that yesterday oh, when that news came. they went to a casino they went yeah. to a casino I I am I am mind boggled so I, I was reading that and the MLB rules as of last week were that Player, basically all players around the league were strongly discouraged from leaving the team hotel. I'm like, what? They're allowed to leave the team hotel when they're not in a bubble? Like, that just seems asinine like crazy to me. I mean, obviously, they said they changed the rules now. But, I mean, yeah, I can't see if they're maintaining the protocols, like staying in the team hotel and distancing from each other. I don't think baseball should continue to have a problem. And I will complain because every time one of these teams gets one or two people testing positive for Corona. And I obviously if there's an outbreak, an actual outbreak, it's a much bigger deal, like similar to what was going on with the Marlins. But every time there's one, you always get those three to five people on the Twitter timer. Well, MLB's done, shut it down. They are not stopping. I mean, they are not going to stop unless literally an entire team is there or something like that. And in fact, the Marlins and Phillies, that whole situation, to be honest, kind of played 
into the MLB's hand because none of the Phillies tested positive off that contact like that. So it only showed them that as long as they take care of themselves off the field, the on the field really is not a risk for the MLB. So, I, I mean, that league is going to continue. The Yankees will likely win the World Series, much to Jenna's dismay, and she'll be rocking that Aaron Judge jersey. But very interesting to see the protocols. And just looping back to that on the Bills side, um, I think McDermott said that they actually had a couple teams reach out because they had some rookies uh, with positive tests a couple days ago. And they said that a couple teams from the NFL have reached out. I mean, it's a copycat league, and Corona's no different. Yeah, and it's gonna, I think it's just going to be, again, with NFL, I think they're taking so many precautions. I mean, you hear from McDermott, you hear from the Bills rookies, the Steelers rookies, kind of everybody across the league. Like, they know how seriously they're taking it because they want their chance to do everything. So it's kind of interesting to kind of see, you know, they're, you know, what, 22, 23-year-old guys basically in new cities. You know, how do they balance that with also playing in the NFL? And they're all like, well, we're, we don't want to be the ones that screw this up, especially because we're rookies. So I think you'll see a lot of that. And I mean, a ton of them have been saying too, you know, it's not just us, it's our players. It's our, like their families, you know, we might not have kids, but they all do. So yeah. I, yeah. I, I really can only see the NFL faltering if players do things outside of the facilities that aren't great. Yep. So let's hope the players are smart. Let's change it up in the MLB. Same thing in NFL. Please be smart, people. Next topic, Jenna Harner hates onion rings. <laughs> I don't – okay. So, last night on Twitter during one of the intermissions of the Pens game and this video, Food Insider or whatever, of a fry roulette comes up, which – brilliant idea. The, what are they? The fry boards now? love the thought of it where it's just like you get waffle fries sweet potato fries shoestring fries tater top like all the things you could want in the world and then onion rings do you have to go ruin it with onion rings like d d soggy onions in like batter that just kind of crumbles i i it just there's so many better options I think that's a fair take. I mean, if I was confronted with waffle fries, maybe some Cajun fries, maybe some regular fries, and I saw onion rings in that, like, you know, prize pool, I would be like, what, how can I buy out of this to just get, like, the, the next lowest rank thing? Because I do not want to risk getting onion rings right now. You take, a bite, you take a bite of an onion ring and, like, the onion, like, peels out and you just got, like, the crust. Like, what the hell is this thing? Find an identity. Are you an onion or are you a ring? That's and then so people good. looking at me, like, the blooming onion – I haven't had one, so I can't give speak to I can't speak to that. But I think that's probably a little better. But I just onion rings are just not designed to hold up well. Like, give me a no. pie any day. Give me like tater tots. Oh, like beautiful. There's so many things I'm picking before I'm picking an onion ring. And even then, someone said like they're like, oh, you you want one, and then that's it. I'm like, yeah, maybe we'll have a bite of one. But there's so many more ways to mess up an onion ring than there are to like mess up a french fry. That's a fact. This, this is an example of Twitter I'm being less is more because obviously I was just looking through the responses and people were giving you like all these variations like you haven't had the right ones yet. And then our friend Josh Potter just responded to you. He goes, you've gone too far this time. <laughs> Josh, I'm sorry. You did, escape, you did escape getting ratioed. You only got 59 comments versus 118 likes. So, so it turned out well. Like, people supported the opinion, no doubt. I was, I was worried. I would have been too for a little, little worried. Yeah, onion rings, I mean, that's a, that's a hot take for sure. So, uh, Jenna, how is the food in Pittsburgh? 
oh, the food is really good. Um, it's funny because it does kind of have, again, I feel like similarities to Buffalo, like yep. big pierogies. Um, yeah, the pierogies are really good. <laughs> um, lots of great, like it is just, it's a really cultural spot. You have, you know, your Thai places, you have your American, your pub style places. I have had wings here in Pittsburgh and they're not bad, but nothing will ever compare to true Buffalo wings. Okay. And I'll go on record saying that there's a, there's a spot here called Big Shot Bob's, which has pretty much any kind of flavor wing. They go all out and they're awesome. They're really, really good. Their sauces are delicious, but Buffalo, Buffalo, just the wings are so special there. I don't know. It's just like, they're bigger. They're more, they have more meat to them fantastic but I, I will say i was i was solidly impressed and they got the what permani brothers the big sandwiches fries the, on sandwiches and salads i'm I was like gonna say the pittsburgh salads with the fries and the steak and that what's that dressing called uh, um riviera yeah right riviera dressing i think that's it the yellow yeah, stuff? isn't it isn't it like the like like, it's just, like, it's like a spoiler, right? Like, it's not good for you. Like, I'm not trying to ruin oh, it, but, but Riviera, Riviera, oh, it's, not, it's not like, you know, it is, Italian dressing. <laughs> it, is, it is so bad for you if you look up. <laughs> then it's great. Then it's definitely great. The Riviera dressing with the fries on a salad, and you can do it with chicken fingers or steak. Oh, my God, you're right. It's so good, but it is so bad for your insides, definitely. I do, if, you know, because we're doing hot takes, I do have another one. Uh-oh. Ranch. In Pittsburgh is really good. Hmm. I will not put it on wings because ranch does not belong on wings. However, ranch in Pittsburgh, surprisingly really good. I, th I think that's actually a totally fair, but especially if you take away the wing bag. Now, we get a little lost in the sauce in more ways than one with this. I mean, yeah, blue cheese, we like it superior to ranch. Does that mean ranch has no place in like the food assortment? Of course not. Like, some people take their, their buffalo leans a little bit too much. I mean, I'm not going to go as far as McDermott did this past offseason and say that ranch is better than blue cheese. But like you said, I think that's a fair hot take. Ranch has a place with a number of items. It's a great season. So, okay, real quick, what do you guys use ranch with? I mean, like, maybe you're eating some, uh, like, some baby carrots. Maybe you're eating some, like, celery, like a little snack in that regard. Um, obviously, you can go salad. Um, but yeah, like lighter. I was like, I'd say, like, to be honest, I guess I would just say not meat, like when I think of ranch. Like, I'm talking about vegetables and like using it as like a season. I don't think okay. of any meat that I eat ranch with. Like, I'm not trying to be like a douche to like the ranch lovers, but yeah, I mean, that I guess that's why ranch aren't for wings for me. I yeah, I oh, yeah, go ahead. No, go no, ahead. no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say ranch for me, same thing as salad. That's about it. Um, when it comes to celery and carrots, I still prefer blue cheese. I definitely still get Rudy's blue cheese from Wegmans. I love or, or bison dip. See, we're just tough because we have all our allegiances. We and do. Our, our love. I love. And producer Burst is going to hate this. Uh-oh. That I'm dropping this on him right now. He loves his pizza with ranch. And uh, I think that is fine. I think a dip of ranch really? pizza is fine. Yes. I, like I, I said, not me. I, not me. I'd still go... I prefer my pizza with blue cheese, though. But yeah, in my I'm opinion. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Okay. I, I would still put, if I had the option in my fridge, ranch and blue cheese, I'm getting blue cheese for my pizza first. I'm right there with you. All right, all right. All right. The, the ranch is more like, to me, like a Frank Gore. And, and in the modern day, in, the, in this year, it was a Frank Gore, and the blue cheese is a Devin Singletary to, to what we got going on right now. 
a lot of promise, a lot of flavor, can do a bunch of different things. Yep. Ranch a little bit more straightforward, plow ahead, and, and just kind of get the job done. Beautiful comparison. Love that. If we can compare it to sports, we will on train wreck. Oh. My God. So, Maniac, I wasn't sure. Do you have any final things you wanted to bring up? We got, we got a couple things before before we let Jerry loose. We got I'm gonna remember, not even a, a lightning round, but we're going to figure out if we can get to the balance details. True journalists and reporters never give their sources. But if you'll remember, one of Jenna's biggest hits before she departed Buffalo, before she left us with broken hearts, was actually breaking the story. And, and Al, you and I kind of missed this because we were in Houston, that Duke Williams was active for yes. that team. I actually looked back. I mean, that tweet was a monster. So with that said, now that she's out of Buffalo, will Jenna reveal the source that told her that before the game, that gave her that big exclusive? Wow. Uh, big question. Um, I'll tell you how it happened. Okay, that's, um, that's just as good. I'll give the story. It was kind of funny. Um, so I was at Tim Hortons getting ready to get my coffee to go in before Buffalo kickoff live um, that morning. And I got an Instagram DM that was super weird. And I was like, eh, this is, eh, it was creepy. It was just like- well, It was in the message request part? Like, was it, was it, yeah, yeah. Oh, sketchy, sketchy. Sketchy message request. So I deleted that one. That wasn't the, that wasn't the DM. Okay. And like three minutes later, when I pulled into the station, I got another like, oh, you have a message request. Someone trying to send you a message on Instagram. I'm like, God, seriously? I'm like, is this happening again? And I open it and I was like, oh, wait a second. Like, and it was from my source telling me, you know, hey, I haven't seen anybody break this yet. If you want to be the one to break it, just want to let you know, Duke's going to play today. So instinctively, I kind of was like, I, who, who are, like, I was kind of confused, wasn't sure. Um, so I called Josh, Josh Reed, and I was like, hey, um, have this information is there any way you can you can you verify it and he's like yeah that actually makes a ton of sense he's like he wasn't out here warming up you know before when the guys that aren't or the inactives um usually warm up he's like yeah he wasn't out here he's like you know if you're good with it roll with it I'm like all righty we're doing it and lo and behold that's what it was and that's wow. huge you got that on your personal no, so, sorry news for buffalo twitter it's going on the harner oh. account speaking of this harner uh oh <laughs> You know what I'm going to say, Maniac. Did you get me unblocked from Channel 4? Did I? I'm, I, I'm not blocked anymore. I, I think I might have had something to do with that. You told me that you would put in a good word, and I, all of a sudden I could start seeing WIVV tweets. I was like, let's go. Harder did it. I don't know why you were blocked before. That's kind of outrageous. But, I mean, we, I, I know some people in that web department. So. Okay. Two things, two things that, that I've taken from that story. One, Jenna Harner can help you out of any situation. And number two, if you send her a DM and she doesn't respond in three minutes, just send another <laughs> DM because it will work in the end. Um, and then one last thing, just as we're going down the stretch here, uh, Slurpees. People in Pittsburgh don't know what Slurpees are? I, I saw that tweet this morning. I guess they're get putting changing 7-Eleven to something. I think that was actually a Dave Morales tweet. Um, that, I I think it was, I want to say Ohio, not entire, hold on, now I got to check, because I was, well, because I know in the New Jersey area and around there, you get the Wawa's, and they have, you know, like, they have, but, like, they were calling it, like, a freeze frame or something, they're like, we're going to be all out of freeze frames, and we're going to have to get used to these things called Slurpees. A speedy freeze. A speedy freeze. 
which I didn't tell you. That's what I actually call it when I get a, you know, a brain headache from drinking my Slurpee too quick. What the hell's a brain headache? I, well, you know what? It's a brain freeze, but I didn't want to use the freeze term. And remember when you didn't know, Al, that everybody referred to it as an ice cream headache. No one refers to it as an we ice cream headache. We had this argument, Jenna. We had this argument. I, I called it an, an ice cream headache. And Al's like, what are you talking about? It's called a brain freeze. And I go, Al, just look it up. He searches brain freeze, and literally the first thing on Google is also known as an ice cream headache. So I, I don't agree, like, because obviously you could have something else. You could be eating a freezy pop. You could be having a Slurpee. You could come like this. But people, it's just like Baby Yoda in The Mandalorian. It's not Baby Yoda, but that's the best name we could come up for, and it's relatable. So that's uh, all going there. We'll, we'll help Pittsburgh figure out what Slurpees are if you need that. And then last but not least, I mean, this is huge in the reporter game. Jenna makes the transition from Jenna Harner 4 to Jenna Harner 11. Lost the check mark? The check mark disappears. If you're verified and you change your handle, it's been a very sad time for me. They're really trying to get it back at work. I don't know how uh, apt Twitter is to be handing out verifications once again. Um, and if I had known I was going to have to do that, I would have just gone with Jenna Harner originally and then not have to change it. So it's a sad day, but the blue check mark hopefully will be coming soon. Maybe? Well, we, well we, social, we socially media advocate for three things here on Transports outside of Trainer. One, go subscribe to Melody and Martin on YouTube. Two, verify Mark Allnut. We've been working on that one for two years, Al. We've worked wow. on that one for two years. And now we're adding to the list. Verify Jenna Hart. Just because someone changes where they live doesn't mean they should lose their check mark. Shame on you, Twitter. Absolute joke. Absolute joke indeed. I'm channel four here, and I don't work for them. I know. Unbelievable. We're going to talk to your agent about maybe setting that up smoothly next time. Yeah. Please, please uh, put in a good word there. He, but, I need that. Final question you don't have to answer. At Channel 4, you got this offer with Pittsburgh. Did Josh Reed give you a counteroffer? Oh, um, he – so, no. There wasn't – it wasn't a counteroffer. Um, but he, ironically enough, actually – knew that I had interviewed in Pittsburgh before I told him I did. Whoa, connections, Josh Reed. He's got Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Buffalo on lock. He knows, he knows everybody. And it was funny because it was, you know, the whole month of February, him and I didn't really see each other because he was on his honeymoon. Um, yeah. And then just, I was off and, you know, we were kind of, one of us was in the studio, one of us was somewhere, somewhere else. And then they were at the combine. Um, and I, you know, I had interviewed and I really, you know, wasn't telling people because I didn't, the opportunity kind of came up out of yep. nowhere. I didn't expect it. I wasn't, you know, running and searching by any means. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, I love Buffalo. I still do. I love it a ton. I wasn't looking to leave. And then, yep. you know, Pittsburgh kind of came out of the blue and I went down and was planning on telling him afterwards. And lo and behold, and uh, I was calling him to tell, talk about it. And he goes, oh yeah, so is this about a, Pittsburgh and I was like oh no but this that's literally how small this industry is um holy crap wow I love that I respect it is this about Pittsburgh I like to think I like to think Jenna leaving WIVB was like when Dr. Dre left death row records like they were just devastated and obviously she's going on to superstar she'll probably be teaming yep. up with Apple in a couple of years just like he did 
say you guys are going to superstardom quicker than I will, but. Oh, well, well, we're all on this rocket together. Speaking of rockets, Al, I think it's time for some shout outs. Time to throw it out to the people. Uh, should I go first? Jenny, you got a shout out? I, I'm going to shout out. I'm going to say it right now. Shout out. The only reason why this show went so well and so successful and me being happy was because of Trevor May of the Minnesota Twins. Because if he did not get those final two outs against the Pittsburgh Pirates to secure my under 10 and a half, this would have been an ugly show. That's all I'm going to say. I was pacing in my kitchen. I had my shirt off. I was nervous. I was sweating. It's hot in here still. I'm going to turn the AC on after this. So shout out to Trevor May of the Minnesota Twins. Maniac to you. Uh, obviously, I've been doing this almost every week, especially since sports are coming back. Shout out to everyone who's working behind the scenes with no limelight, with no television exposure to keep all these athletes, to keep all this personnel healthy, whether it's the tracking on the contact for stuff like the Bills, but just everybody doing that work that gets no recognition, no applause, no social media lauding. Shout out to everyone doing that and bringing sports back. It's huge. Yep. It's a huge part of life. I can't be, I can't overstate how excited I think we all are for sports to be back. Oh, I'm right there with you. Shout out to sports being back in themselves. Um, and then kind of, again, kind of along those same lines, but you know, all the frontline workers, everybody that's been doing everything, doing their part during this. I know it's a ridiculous, intense time. And now it's nice that we have kind of sports to unite us and to distract us from everything else going on in the world right now. Um, shout outs to Mary Margaret Johnson, my girl. I miss her to pieces. Um, and to Buffalo. I'm MJ, baby. MMJ climbed the ranks pretty quickly. She went from like the fourth longest tenured person at WIVB to second in like a couple weeks. Jumped, jumped. Climbing that wow. corporate ladder. So proud, so proud. And she's out there killing it. And shouts to Buffalo. I mean, I miss you guys to pieces. I really do. You know, all the teams, all the people, everybody I worked with, you know, UB, gosh, it's going to be, I can't, I love, you know, following along still. It's like, I, I'm never, Never going to not keep an eye on the Bills and the Sabres and those Buffalo Bulls and the Bisons, now the Buffalo Blue Jays. I mean, what's not to love? Well, I could just – I could see it right now. Matt Bove dialing in. Jenna, interview. We need you here back in Buffalo. WKPW. The circle of life. <laughs> that, that can be cut. That's fine. But, uh, Jenna, how do we end this show? You put it on me? Oh. How, do, how do we do it? How do we do it? I ask every guest. This train never stops. Good night now.